Hello and welcome back to The Great Date Guy. My name is Rob Wong and today we are talking about why online dating is trash. You need to do this instead. So some of you may know that I am a massive proponent of doing anything besides online dating. If you are looking for a relationship or a fling or whatever it is that you're going for, I think online dating is a terrible, terrible option. And here's why. So years ago, um, they did a, I believe it was a UCLA study where they were examining how much of communication could be conveyed through just words. And what they found was, unsurprisingly, the vast majority, uh, the study said 97%. I have some disagreements about the way that the study was set up. It was, I believe that it was kind of biased. But overall, it still proves the point that the vast majority of communication isn't through the words that we say, it's how we say them, right? My tonality, how I deliver something, completely changes the meaning of the words that I convey. For instance, I could say, what the hell, dude? Versus, what the hell? Like, right? Like, one of them is excited right? And the other one is angry. And the meaning is completely different. And we lose that. We lose that. We lose eye contact. We lose body language. We lose all of the means that we normally have when we're talking with people face to face when we go to what is arguably just a text-based environment, right? If I'm going to online date, the thing that I'm relegated to, the thing that I have to do is text. And why would I handicap myself like that? The thing about dating, I think, is that like it's such like a trust-based activity, right? And it's really hard to build trust and emotional connection over a medium that, quite simply put, is totally ambiguous, right? If my words can land in any way, and I'm talking to people that are extremely triggered from being rejected over and over again on a dating app, there's only one way that my words are going to land, and it's, it's that they aren't going to land positively. Instead, there will probably be stories, right? There will probably be stories about how this person is not treating me well, how they are not respecting me, how they're wasting my time. And you might notice that coming up for you when you're online dating as well. So already we're dealing with a lot of barriers, right, to attraction even happening, to human connection evening, evening, <laughs> the human connection even happening, right? Before we even get started on the human connection component, you've got two major obstacles interfering with your results. Now, I also want to tie this to an interesting study that I happen to locate uh, that has to do with attachment theory. So if you remember in an earlier podcast, we talk about islands versus waves. That is the insecure attachment styles. About half of people are those attachment styles. Now, most men happen to fall into the category of islands. Of course, women fall into that category too, and there's nothing wrong either way, right? It's completely normal for either gender to be an island or a wave. However, when it comes to dating apps, islands are disproportionately represented. That is to say, in short terms, the people that you're going to run into are very, very likely to leave the relationship or do things to damage the relationship so that they can be alone the minute that they're too confronted, right? When stress gets too high, when emotions get too high, they will sever connection. 
Again, studies have shown that 80% of people on dating apps are islands, meaning that you will get ghosted more there. Like it will, it will do more to demoralize you about your dating situation and convince you that you are not attractive than anything else that you could do, including approaching people in person, which is exactly what we're going to talk about next. So there's a golden rule in sales. If you do any kind of person-to-person interaction, right? If you are trying to get a deal done, whether you work selling telephones, I mean, I guess people don't really sell telephones, whether you work selling home security door-to-door or whether you sell multi-million dollar mansions, the rule is always the same. This applies to people who broker deals that are worth $100 million or more. The rule is always the same. You meet up in person, right? This is the best option. Your golden hour, right? In photography, there's a concept of golden hour where every photo that you take is brilliant, right? It's perfect because you have the edge. The lighting is great naturally. It's usually in the hour or half hour before sunset. But your golden hour when it comes to interacting with people is when you can be face to face with them. And anything short of that pales in comparison. So if it works with sales, then there's no reason for it to not work when it comes to getting into the dating game. Because what are you ultimately doing? You're asking people whether they're a yes or no to spending time in intimacy with you. And consider that if I'm going to have a deal that's worth a hundred million, like that's that's on the line. That's what's at stake. If I have to, if I have to do that, I'm going to choose the most effective method of doing that, right? I'm not going to take any chances. I'm not going to waste my time. I might only get one shot. So, if you're going to be meeting your soulmate, right? Which arguably priceless absolutely priceless. You could be the richest person in the world and that would actually interfere with your ability to meet your soulmate because then you get people that were just interested in you for money, right? For safety, for resources. If money can't buy you your soulmate, right? And someone who's brokering a hundred million dollar deal absolutely refuses to go the route of texting someone in order to make that deal happen. Why are we so stuck on texting? Why do we insist on meeting the one through a texting app? Now, I'm going to give you a long, dramatic pause to think about that, but it makes no sense, right? Why would we do that to ourselves? So I want you to consider that we are ultimately robbing ourselves of our greatest tool when it comes to being in dating, when it comes to being in the dating pool, playing the dating game, We're handicapped. And it's because we're choosing to play it safe, right? Anytime that there's a behavior, like everyone complains about online dating. I haven't seen it. Like Tinder is rated like three and a half stars out of five, right? People don't like it. And yet we persist in using it. And when this kind of behavior happens, it's 100% because we are getting some kind of reward for continuing that behavior. So... I'm going to be really, really direct with you. What is it that you or I or anyone else gets out of using a dating app? Well, first of all, it's the illusion of progress. 
If I swipe and swipe and swipe and I have a few text interactions, I can tell myself that I am at least taking action on this front. I am doing something to meaningfully move my dating life forward. When in reality, what I am actually doing is running into a bunch of people who are about to ghost me and who are probably going to be duds. The other part of this is that we get to avoid taking a risk, right? It is far less risky to swipe on someone's profile picture and send them a quick text that we've copied and pasted from a guide that we found online compared to showing up fully authentically ourselves to a total stranger that we've never talked to before. Right? If I were to ask you to just have a conversation with, the, with someone attractive that you've never met before, what are the odds that you would just go and do it without first trying to fight me on it, right? I mean, if you put me in that situation, I know I would fight you. I wouldn't want to do it, right? You'd have to really, really push me in order to do that. And that is the payoff that you're getting. You get to avoid being in that situation of discomfort where you get to look bad. And... Take that with a grain of salt, right? That doesn't make you a bad person. It really doesn't. It makes you human. <laughs> and at the same time, it's really helpful to recognize that pattern. Because the minute that we can begin to address that, then things can change. The reason why so many people are struggling with dating right now, the reason why Japan has like a reverse dating epidemic where not enough people are dating and no one's getting married, is because of the same thing that we just discussed. We aren't taking enough risks. And we aren't putting ourselves out there. And at the end of the day, it's really counterintuitive, right? Because on one hand, our brains are trying to protect us. They, they help us avoid putting ourselves in danger, right? In danger of making a social, a social blunder, in danger of making ourselves look like idiots. But on the other hand, it causes us to show up in a way where we're not really ourselves, right? When it comes to dating, most of us have been told over and over again to put our best foot forward. You know, we show up in a way that's not really who we are. And that stops people from being able to connect with us as us. And I, I, I believe that that completely defeats the purpose of dating. There's no reason to pursue dating if I'm going to do it that way. Why would I want someone to fall for someone that I am not? Am I going to just pretend to be that person for the rest of the relationship until it crashes and burns and I feel hollow inside because no one loves me for me? <laughs> Why would I do that to myself? So, my challenge to you this week, if you're in the dating arena is to go out and have a real conversation with someone that you're really attracted to. And maybe, just maybe, let them know that you are interested in connecting with them more. You don't have to put it all out there. You don't have to tell them that you're madly in love with them, even though you might be after meeting them for the first time. But I want you to go out and have a conversation and authentically let them know that you might be interested in spending more time with them. You consider them to be attractive and see where that gets you. In fact, if you're feeling particularly ballsy, I shouldn't even phrase it that way. If you want to guarantee yourself some actual results, I invite you to do that with five people that you encounter in one day. 
because statistics will work in your favor in that instance. You will ultimately get one person who is really, really interested in learning more about you and connecting more deeply with you. And that's where you can work your magic. And you won't have to spend weeks on Tinder swiping in order to make that happen. And that is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This has been another episode of The Great Date Guy, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. <laughs>